welcome to another episode of Tenacity with Sonia C, the podcast where innovation meets expertise. I'm your host, Sonia. Our guest today is a shining example of what it means to embody unwavering determination and grit in the world of business. She's a true powerhouse who has walked the hard path to success. Joining us today is Jeanne Omnor, a name known for resilience, entrepreneurship, and a relentless pursuit of dreams. In this episode, we'll dive into Jeanne's journey where hard work and dedication paved the way for remarkable achievements. We'll uncover the raw, unfiltered truth about what it takes to build a thriving business. Whether you're an inspiring entrepreneur seeking motivation or a seasoned business owner looking for fresh insights, this episode is for you. Prepare to be inspired challenged and uplifted as we learn from one of the best. So buckle up for an enlightening conversation that's sure to inspire and inform. Let's get started. Welcome, Jeanne. Today we're here and I'm really excited to have a chat with you. Thank you. Lovely to be here, Sonia. Um, so let's get right into it. At 54, you were a solo parent in deep debt. And you got yourself to 1 million in 17 months and have taken your online uh, coaching business to seven figures. Can you Mm -hmm. walk us through that journey? Absolutely. Okay, so um, as you correctly said, I had gotten myself into a spot and, you know, ups and downs, ups and downs. But I was at the spot of being in deep debt after a life transition and becoming, well, I, I was solo before that, but then the actual divorce happened. Okay. And, and everything was drained out of my, my, my life as far as money. We moved and I was taking care of my kids and the market where I moved to was not a good market for offline marketing. Cause I've been a coach for 13 years and I always got you know enough clients in New York city. And then that wasn't happening. So I woke up one morning and I thought, okay, I'm in deep debt. This is not working. This offline thing isn't working. It's not going to work here what do I do? I thought I really need to get myself online. So I, I knew nothing about online marketing at all. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I got to climb that mountain. You know, when, you know, when you know, you have a big job ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Was, I thought, okay, I got to get online. So I, I, I found some, um, marketing company that had coaching and the funny thing is this company was closed down by the FTC recently. So it wasn't the best company, but it was the environment in there and meeting other people um, that, that got me started. Now, I was supposed to go in, I thought, and do Facebook ads. But of course, when you first get online, you should not touch a Facebook ad. I didn't know that because my naivete was so deep about online marketing. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to run Facebook ads. And then when I got in, they said, oh, no, you can't run Facebook ads. I said, but yet I paid you 10 k to run Facebook ads. So what do I do? And they said, do organic marketing. And I literally said, what, like carrots? That's how much... And how little I, I knew about marketing. And they went, no. I said, well, what is that? They said, it's marketing on social media without ads. I said, but but how? How, how can I possibly market on social media? And they said, use your personal profile. I said, okay, where are the trainings on this? And they said, there are no trainings. I said, mm-hmm. uh-huh. They said, go talk to people. Go talk to people. Four words. And I thought, well, I have to do that because now I'm in deeper debt and my kids have to eat and I need to figure this stuff out. So I started talking to people and I worked out and I cracked the code on organic marketing, meaning unpaid marketing on social media. And it exploded because people were like, how did you do that? 
and I was mainly on Facebook. And then I integrated LinkedIn and I got to a million dollars in 17 months with no ads, no tech and all on my own. That was all on my own. And I had like a little VA here and there, but I made a million dollars all on my own. Okay. So just by having conversations, by having conversations, it's your, your, well, it's content too. content. It's a specific content. I mean, yes, there is a strategy of content that I just bumbled my way through. I just started posting whatever and I bumbled my way through it and people liked what I had to say because it was just raw. I had no branding. There was no branding, no marketing. I said, don't go to my website because it still had my executive recruiting blurb on it. Like I, I didn't have time to change it. Right. So I've proved to people that you can do things very, very, very simply without all the bells and the whistles and the tech and the funnels and all of that stuff. That's great when you need another, a bigger boat to get to the next level. That's not the first thing. It's really about talking to people in a heart-based way, in a soul-to-soul communication, talking to people, having conversations, figuring out what they need, and then and then presenting that. And then they say, yeah, I do want to talk to you, Jeanne more, and they get on a call. It's also being really normal. I was just really normal, not spammy. And they're like, wow, you're really real. So it's mm. about being real, not authentic, real, bit different. Right. Authentic's bandied around all over the place. Real, because you're a real person. Hey, this is what I do. Great. Show me some evidence. Here's all my testimonials, which you will have in the show notes. Mm. And they say, sure, I'm going to talk to you. I've had people say to me, <laughs> one woman said, I'm going to work with you. You're the real only, she said, you're the only real coach on social media. <laughs> and I kind of knew what she meant. Because mm -hmm. it's just like what you see is what you get. And I actually take my sales calls still. And they're like, what? You, you made over $3 million and you're on your sales calls? I'm like, yeah. So I, I don't have rules about like when I should have stopped turning up or, or why should I not reach out to people? I don't, I don't have that lack of humility. I'm just so grateful that it worked. And sure, if you want to talk to me, yeah, I'll turn up. Why yeah. not? So for, for, uh, founders, entrepreneurs that are sort of starting on their journey and they're just as lost as you are. Uh, what I hear that you're saying is, you know, uh, just put yourself out there and be your real self and mm -hmm. talk and, you know, just start creating content based on how you feel, what you're, you're providing without all of the necessarily like plans around it and just mm -hmm. be like your yourself. And mm -hmm. that's how you got people to engage with you. Exactly. And I never did a 30 content, 30 day content plan in my entire life. Mm. And finally, people, oh, you have to, I know you don't. It's not of the moment. It's, it's fresh if it's not 30 days. Finally, after four and a half years, I'm finally seeing other coaches say, oh, you shouldn't have a 30 day plan. And I said, now they're finally understanding that it's not fresh. If you mm. have a 30, you know, I, I do schedule sometimes, but it's more like spontaneous. I'm not saying we never plan stuff. But we certainly don't plan 30 days, 30 days out content plan. It's just like, it's not fresh. Yeah. How do I know what I'm going to say in 30 days? Things have changed. So it's really just about rawness. It's the rawness. Get out there, write any post, anything. Write mm -hmm. about, you know, your experiences. Write about what's important to you. Write about your offer. Write about what you can't stand in the industry. Polarize. Stop being vanilla. Now, my whole thing was I was not vanilla. I came out as myself. Mm, I love that. How I am, da da da. I'm I'm pretty kind, so it's not like I'm, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I I don't I don't sugarcoat stuff. Mm -hmm. How is I am loving. So it's a thing of like I think people do this extreme of you're either not sure sugarcoating it and you're like a mean coach, mm -hmm. <laughs> or 
you're just like vanilla and, and you know people need real leadership they need somebody to say yes i can help you and this is how yeah and not namby pamby yeah we're going to get your content plan and we're going to nobody cares about that all they care about especially now is wajana more amlor i said my own name wrong wajan amlor help me make money yes yeah or will Jean Amlor help me make money while I'm creating impact, building authority, building a brand while I'm doing it and, and, and getting that engagement? Yes. They don't care about, will Jean Amlor get me a 30-day content plan? Will Jean Amlor fix my website? Will Jean yeah. Amlor, you know, make my branding look good? Nobody cares. If they do, they're caring about the wrong things. Later yeah. on, sure, get some branding help. That's yeah. later on. I love that. I really, really do. Um, okay, so... Facing challenges as part of any success story, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced and how did you, how did your tenacity help you overcome them? Okay. In business, the levels of difficulty change, new level, new devil. For instance, the devil I have now, it's very hard to get service providers to do their jobs. Oh. You have no control over it. You get a lot of service providers they're spent. They don't do the job. It's like, hey, when are you doing that? Hey, when's that going to happen? You have no control over it because you can't control other people. That is the largest challenge I have now because I have a lot of service providers that I pay now. That was not a challenge before because I was doing it myself. All right. And then there's other things. So the challenges change. So how do I get these service providers? How do I evaluate better? How do I, you know, sometimes it looks great and then they just don't do the work. Like it, it, it's, it's a thing. Before, the challenge was, how do I sustain this? I'm all on my own. How do I have the number of, you know, reach outs, the lead gen? How do I keep those reps up? That was it. How do I, you know, sell? How do I highlight my value? Um, how do I get, mainly it's how do I get enough leads? It's always, and I think every business really, lead flow is your, is your life force. Yeah. You don't have leads, you have nothing. And if you do have leads, then you're a much more confident salesperson. So people's main problem is lead flow. And it's a problem for all companies, whether they will admit it or not. Mm -hmm. I'm always working on my lead flow because it, it changes. And, and that's just life. And if anybody says to you, oh, no, we have no problems with lead flow anymore. I would question that. <laughs> you know, really question it. Right. So what are, in, like, based on your experience, what are some of the common challenges that CEOs face and how do you help them navigate these? Okay, so at the moment, actually, it's interesting you said that. I work with coaches and consultants, and they are CEOs of a smaller coaching or consulting business usually. I also have a very high-end offer for top CEOs, icons, and celebrities. Mm -hmm. So now, what did you say? How do I help them navigate their issues? Is that what you said? Their challenges. Well, that depends. Mm -hmm. Depends. Most people, there is some mindset involved, and I don't mean just vague mindset. There are real concrete challenges relating to mindset and everybody's is different mm -hmm. after a while you see that there's just only a certain number and you'll right. see that they slot into one of those four or five okay after coaching thousands of people speaking to thousands and thousands of people and coaching hundreds and hundreds so basically there's always with strategy there's usually mindset that goes with that so my strategy is to have strategy and mindset neck and neck strategy mindset strategy mindset together building together to a higher mindset, to a better strategy, to that working together. That's my strategy. 
how do you help a, a CEO or one of your clients or a founder get to that mindset? Like where, where are they at and what do they need to do to get to that place? Um, that's a great question. And that depends on the person. So for instance, if somebody has a challenge with confidence, then mm -hmm. I will coach them. Or if they're in my coaching program, I have also a mindset coach. I have many, five coaches in my program. Mm -hmm. um, so we will figure out what particularly for them. So it's not a, a cookie cutter thing. It's yeah. what is going on that's eroding the confidence. And I will have a plan because I have a, a lot of different mindset strategies, techniques. I have a lot up my sleeve at this point because I'm big on mindset. So it's really getting the client to a point of confidence and finding a, a custom made plan for that. Right. Do you find that a lot of times, like, is it just because they're, they're worried or they're stressed, then they get stuck yeah, and I don't mean, know how to navigate? Yeah, we, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we use the word stuck a lot. I, I don't mm -hmm. try not to use the word stuck because every single coach on the planet uses the word stuck and stuck is such a very not specific word. That's mm -hmm. why I don't use it. It is what exactly are you faced with, struggling with right this moment specifically that is keeping you from X, Y, Z specifically. So I work yeah. in very spe specificity. The, the, okay. the gold is in specificity. Specificity, yes. Okay. So it would be, let's say you say, hey, Jean, you know, I got this thing. I will work out why. We will work out why. And the why is sometimes, well, I don't have enough leads. Okay. So we're going to work on your leads with your mindset because they're both going to sort of fix each other at the same time. But getting somebody in a void and fixing their mindset does not work because the right. mindset is because they're not getting clients. That's affecting their confidence. Whoa. Okay. So we're going to help, help the confidence while we're fixing the concrete reason why that's happening in the first place. Because trust me on this. When people's businesses are working and they're just like raking in wonderful clients or selling a lot, they're pretty, usually their mindset's pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. That's it's usually true. related to their success because we all, high performers, all greatly attach their self-worth, their mindset, their moods to how successful they are that day. I've seen that's, it time and again. Now, good. of course, I'm coaching them to, to disassociate that as well, mm. to, to, to fix it. But also there's the coaching on you're, you're not your business and we want to make you happy no matter what. So there is a thing about getting past that and a slight, a, somewhat of a detachment that they're whole no matter what. And to get them, and I have actually a training that deletes all anxiety, pain, and ickiness in a few minutes. So people get to a point of wholeness no matter what, no matter what's going on, because that's not a way to live, actually. So we okay. can fix that. We can fix that. But then I want to deeply fix that. Then okay, now now we but now what if you do have a bad day? I want to have you be happy no matter what and be fulfilled no matter what. So that is a deeper, deeper mindset coaching that goes with that. Okay. You often speak about beyond mindset. Can you mm -hmm. elaborate on the concept and how it has played a role in your personal uh, and professional growth? That's what I'm talking about. Beyond mindset is that you want to get your mindset good no matter what. And beyond mindset is not just a mindset fix. Mm -hmm. It's not a date. And also beyond, beyond mindset is this, that you are worthy and ready no matter what 
because of who you really are and who you really are is not, I was successful today as a father or a mother or a, a business person because I made money. It is the beyond mindset. I just got goosebumps is that you, the essence of who you are is pure love. That's mm. beyond mindset. That got a little woo woo for some people here, mm. but I stand by that. But no matter what, you're valuable because of who you are. When you were a baby, you looked very different. You didn't know what you know now. You weren't developed like you know you are now. You're the same person because it's your essence and who you are is pure love. Same as when you were first born. So if you look in that where you could change your name, you're still you. Women get married, change their name. They're not a different person. They're the same person. So the beyond mindset is getting people to a point of self-love because they are pure love and pure spirit. And that is who you really are. When you get to that beyond mindset, it changes your whole life and how you look at things and how it's, wow, that's true. You know, I'm not worthy because I got clients today. I'm worthy and ready because of who I really am. My essence will not change because mm -hmm. we are all worthy. Now that's hard for a lot of people to embrace from our upbringing that that's all about, well, I, I got a medal. I get a pat on the back. Therefore I'm worthy. And my, my parents slap for me. Right. Right. How do your clients uh, react to that whole mind, mind beyond mindset uh, training and shifting? Oh, they love it because it's not like, it's just sort of the, you know, the, the, the medicines and the meat. So, mm -hmm. so I don't sell that. They're getting help. We're getting clients mindset, of course, sales content, and that's being inserted plus leadership because I'm a servant leader, that's just being inserted in there as we go. So it's not like, now we're doing our blind mindset. It's just in there. And when they start doing the self-healing and different stuff, it's integrated. They're like, wow. But it's not like separate. It's all integrated. I talk about integration a lot as well. It's not separate. Nothing's separate. It's all integrated. So we're yeah. not going to pull that out. Yeah. So does that play into when we first started our conversation and you told me about how you started and you were just being raw and you were just being you on social media? Mm -hmm. Does that sort of tie into this beyond mindset that once you sort of accept who you are and you learn more about yourself and you become more raw, then you're also sharing more authentically? Yeah, actually funny. I just sort of did that. Later on, I realized what that was. And I've done a lot of different mindset trainings with a lot of different mindset coaches. I like, you right. name it. I know the mindset trainings and, and I love it. So I've sort of created an amalgam. But yes, see, when you realize that you're worthy, mm -hmm. no matter what, your life changes when you're worthy and it doesn't matter what people think of you on. I never cared mm. what people thought of me on social media. Yeah, that's a big one. I never cared because I couldn't care. I was in a situation of being a single mom on a mission to feed my children. There was no room for that ego. That's right. ego. I had no ego. It was, I got to make this work and I'm just going to go make it work. Head down, row the boat, you know, shut up and row. You know that saying <laughs> I, I shut up and I rowed. Okay. Right. right. And that was like, what, why would I care what people think? You know, they, they, oh, a person on social media is sitting behind, you know, their computer somewhere in the world disapproved of me. Do you think that bothers me? I guess you, I guess it doesn't bother you. you you seem very strong it about it. me at all. Why would it bother me? It shouldn't bother you. Yeah. Some random person doesn't approve of you. You shouldn't even care what other people. Only person that needs to approve of you is yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're doing the right thing in life and you're not spamming people, scamming, stealing, lying, cheating, then you should be good with yourself. 
because I wake up in the morning with a clear conscience every single morning, because I don't do any of that stuff. I love myself and I'm not, don't have that weird feeling about my business that a lot of people do because their, their marketing's not true. It's just that. See, I don't do that stuff. My marketing is exactly what I say you get, you get. And people come into my program and they go, wow, this is not only what I said I would get, it's more. I'm like, great. Nobody's ever come in and said, you didn't give me what I asked for. It's never happened. Because why would I do that? That's not moral. It's not ethical. Mm -hmm. So there's also the leadership of stop doing what other people are doing because those people are getting in trouble now. That, that you know, the FTC is closing down businesses for false advertising. Mm -hmm. I, that's why I've never done spammy ads. I'm like, I'm not going to do something that's not true. So right. when people try to do ads. I said, we're not saying that. This is not true. We will not say that. We will get more views. I don't care. I am whole. I am unique. And I am true. And that is how my, my marketing is going to be. So when you operate at this high level of doing exactly what you say you're going to do, why is there any reason to hide? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good point. I don't think people yeah. think about that. Yeah, they don't. Because what they're doing is they're just like living in fear. They're, they're, they're not valuing. And I say this with love, by the way, because I, I, I had very low self-worth for a long time. So mm. I say this with love. And, you know, do I have high self-worth every single day? Maybe not, but it's not deeply not high self-worth. It's just because I didn't sleep well or I had a problem. But it's not like, oh my gosh, I hate myself, I hate my life. No, I used to think that actually, I'll be honest. So yeah. it's like, no, I'm worthy. I do a good job, helped hundreds of people. They've been grateful. There's evidence of that. You know, I have two kids. I'm doing a good job with that. Um, I'm honest. So why would I have a problem with myself? There's no reason except for me fabricating stuff. And we fabricate problems for ourselves. So that's where it comes in. Folks, stop fabricating problems with yourself. You know, stop caring about random people care about the people that are going to resonate not everybody likes my message they don't like that i'm not a you know sugarcoating stuff sometimes mm -hmm. some people don't like that yeah those people they can be repelled by me i'm okay with that because i want my people mm -hmm. you know the in excess song you're one of my kind yeah yeah i want one of my kind you know i want we want of my kind. I want those. You know, I got a client yeah. like that today and I said to him, yeah, you're one of my kind. Took action immediately. So right. it's really about like, what do you want in your life? And if you want that, get over these petty things because it's wasting your time. That's keeping you stuck. And nobody cares. Mm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what sweater, what, what I'm wearing today. Nobody cares about whether I'm wearing makeup or not. Nobody cares. They just care. Can this person help me and how, mm. and I'm going to explore that. And then I'm going to make a decision. That's all they care about. Really? Okay. Now there's some people that maybe care about this branding and the, the girls wearing those fashion stuff. My people don't care about that. Yeah. That's not my, that's not my market. My market is she's going to help me. How, what's the investment? Is it a good investment? Will it work? That's it. Yeah. That's all. So you emphasize the importance of impact and like legacy. Why is that important? Well, that's super important to me because now I've gone further and I now I'm, I'm figuring out my world purpose. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm working with 
Peter Diamandis on this, you know, A360. Don't know if you know that. So that's the next thing is, okay, now I'm helping these coaches. Now, how do I help more people? And that's been on the back burner for a while. I actually got a not-for-profit going that was doing nothing. And I got a website called Impact Driven, which hasn't been doing anything. So I'm ready now to have a more bigger impact on helping more people thrive who aren't just coaches or just business people. People on help people thrive because I am emotionally connected to helping people thrive and make money because I've known a lot of poverty in my life, self-inflicted poverty, I might say, but still poverty. Um, yeah. So that's not fun. So I wish, I, I wish, and I'm help finding out a way to help more people to thrive. So we're running out of time and I want to ask you one last question before we close up. What advice would you give an aspiring entrepreneur or founder um, looking to scale their business? Okay, I would say cut out the word aspiring altogether from your dictionary. Okay. Aspiring means that you've got training wheels. Cut out the word aspiring and just do it. Then you're no longer aspiring. You are a person scaling your business. That's the first thing. That's a tentative word. Tentative words, I don't like them because it's building, building in filler till you actually take action. So if you're aspiring, stop being aspiring and go do it. And understand nothing happens without taking action. And I would take massive, messy action first, get your foot in the door. And then later on, the massive action won't be so messy. It'll be more orderly, but it has to be a bit of mess. And you got to be willing to roll around in the mud and, you know, be, you know, scrappy. Nobody wants to be scrappy. All successful business people have been scrappy and you got to just be okay. I, I feel like I was rolling around in the mud when I first started, like with mud on my face. That's how scrappy it was. Not comfortable. It's mm -hmm. not at all dignified when you're just, you know, doing stuff. So I would say, don't be aspiring anymore. Go do it. Find help. Also get help to collapse time. If you don't know how to do something and somebody's done it, go hire that person. It's not going to be, nobody gives away the gold for free. That's worth money. Invest in your businesses. That's my, that's my strong advice. <laughs> I love that. Cause I, you know, I, I have a couple startups and I was, I'm very scrappy and I'm just, I'm just like, I go out. Sometimes I'm like a dog with a bone. So I love that advice. And thank you so much. I know we've run out of time. Thank you so much for, for coming on and giving us uh, your perspective and your story and uh, your advice. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. You've been a really good host. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Jan, thank you for sharing your insights, experiences, and your unwavering spirit with us today. Your story is a reminder that success is attainable, but it requires hard work, resilience, and a refusal to give up. To our listeners, I hope today's episode has inspired you. Remember, the future belongs to those who embrace change and innovation with tenacity. Keep striving, keep innovating, and most importantly, stay tenacious in your pursuits. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to bringing you more inspiring conversations in our upcoming episodes. This is Sonia signing off, but always remember to chase your dreams with tenacity.